The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, it's just weird. Like revisiting this this time because yes. I've never. It's been a while since like I've been around like up, and observing what's going on around then. Oh, for sure. I mean, there are strange people. There are strange animals. There's like whole like societies I think that exist at this time. Wow, do you see yeah. like packs of coyotes wandering around the land? There probably are packs of coyotes. Probably. Actually, probably. <laughs> legitimately, there probably are. Mm. I don't know. It's weird, and I'm feeling weird about it. So we need to talk about it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to get to today, but I do want to say this. Thank you to one of our fine sponsors, and that is Pacific Perks Coffee. Oh, my goodness. I love Pacific Perks Coffee and catering. PacificPerksCoffee.com. And as you know, if you heard their interview on here, if you haven't, you should definitely listen to it. Uh, They are talking about not only do they have a great business, you know, where they cater different events, not just coffee, but all kinds of different things, but they are looking to hire some more people. So they're looking for you to apply for work. And this is part-time work. You can pick your own schedule. Uh, They'll train you. You don't have to know how to make a fancy cappuccino. You don't. They'll train you on that part. You just need flexibility. It's it's very easy. I've learned how to make cappuccinos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just need flexibility or, or want flexibility on your schedule and just be able to be a, you know, a people person. You need to be a little bit outgoing because you're going to be talking to people at different corporate events or parties or weddings. A people or, person. A people person. Hmm. Um, or at least if you can fake being a people person. Oh, I do that every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We both do. Yeah. We're both good at faking being people. Sure. People. So, Pretending to be uh, human. Wait, no, that's different than being a sociopath, right? That's a little bit different. Okay. Well, I don't no, know. I think I can it mimic, is. I can I mean, mimic your Tristan, human emotions. Tristan works at Pacific Perks, and we all know that he's a little bit of a sociopath. Well, we think. I mean. Suspected. Suspect. I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he has human emotions. He's mm-hmm. getting better at pretending, though. Oh, well, the, long, the more you practice, the better you can get at it. I think so. But regardless. It's like playing piano. Yeah, just the same thing. Pretending to be humans, like playing piano. And yeah, once you pr- you just keep at it. You keep practicing. You keep doing it. People better. are going to think you're human. Um. Go to Pacific Perks. <laughs> I doubt this is how they want their ad read, but Pacific Perks Coffee. Seriously, though, they are looking for people to apply. The holidays are coming up. If you're looking for extra work, they're a great company. Good good money. It's really good money. Flexible schedule. Go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the Pacific Perks logo right there, and that'll take you directly to their application page, or you can just go to their website. Um, if you don't need it, I would say recommend it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know somebody who's looking for extra work. Um, recommend them. You know, recommend this this company to apply for it. That's one of the great things. And about one it, of the so. only things you need is actually a vehicle to be able to fit the coffee cart into. Yeah, your but you don't need a big vehicle for you don't, that. No, no, I mean Tristan drives a Prius and he can fit it. Yes, in there. yeah. So I mean, that's most vehicles would be able to handle it. I would think so. Um, but go there and apply. They have all the details on there that you can take a look at it and uh, spread the word on it. PacificPerksCoffee.com. All right. Um, so what I'm what I was addressing here at the beginning of the show has to do Craig. has to do with this well we, as uh, people that listen to the show probably know you know we started DT Daily at Digital Trends I'm hosting that it's in the mornings um, and it's 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern every 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 weekday but because you know especially since we're just getting going there's a lot of work that goes into it and you got to be there to make sure that we're we're re- researching all the yeah, stories even, and what there's time a ton are, what time are you even getting up uh, I get up at 5 5 a.m. Ew. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know. I think the last time I saw 5 a.m. was from the night before, like not waking up that early. You just stayed up that late. Yeah. Yeah. I like when I'm like watching a movie marathon with some friends or something. And that's, uh-huh. I can't remember. The, well, unless I'm like flying. Flying doesn't really count. Like Flying up, doesn't count. Yeah, Traveling doesn't count. Early. Oh, God. Because I hate, like I did morning radio for so many years mm-hmm. and television. Like you never get used to it. You never get used to it. <laughs> ever. Well, I mean, I used to do it. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not used to, I'm like, I'm used to getting up in like the six o'clock hour that I can do. That's fine. But 5am is a different beast. Yeah, It is a different beast. And it takes some adjusting of the schedule to get back to used to that. And, um, the thing that I'm realizing, because it's been a long time since I've actually been up and about at that time Mm -hmm. is what a different world it is outside of my own house. Like it's like being up at the witching hour. Is it like all foggy and stuff? It is very foggy. Wow, I picture it really foggy. It's foggy. It's creepy outside. There's not. There's hardly anybody out, but there are people out. They're out at 5 a.m., like walking dogs wow. and like like running and stuff. And they're and like then, that's but the then people who like get up and like have like their morning like 5 a like 5:30 yoga class. Well, and like I'm so impressed by you. And good for them. Those people, like I kind of understand that maybe they work early, so that's the only time they can get up and go do that. Sure. Uh, but it's the other people. It's the others. Like what? Like are they the ones that are still up or? or just... I don't know. I never mm. see them during because the day. Because you live in more of like a neighborhoody area than I, I do. do, and I, I recognize I live more a lot like of city. I, I live more. Um, there are more businesses around my place. I think mm-hmm. than here. so. I get a lot of like when I'm up that early or late, depending. I just see a lot more people peeing on the street. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I yeah. didn't see many peers. I, I was. I haven't seen any peers. Okay. Uh, not at this time yet, but what I've what I've been noticing because like the seven a.m. seven thirty crowd of people that walk by my house, you know, because it is a neighborhood. Like I reckon, you start to recognize everybody. There's sure. the old man with his uh, little fat dog, you know, that walks by. And, I'm sorry, the dog. He's a little chunky little buddy, but he's very friendly. And Wait, why, are you, why are you saying sorry to a little chubby dog? He's a little chubby dog, but he's but, but very you're friendly. apologizing. <laughs> he's a little chubby. I'm sorry. I'm little sorry. chubby he's puppy. A little chubby puppy. Yeah. Yep. And he kind of he's a little old guy. He's like, hey, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? He's he's pretty nice. So. Anyway, there's like him, and then there's the the other people that that I always see there. But this group of people. It's not the wa- dog walkers. It's not the runners. It's the others. And I don't know what they do. They just, it's like, am I seeing and like they walk down the street. There's this one guy, I've seen him a couple of times now, and he's out front and he'll be walking, not on the sidewalk, down the middle of the street at five in the morning. Oh, really? And he just walks there and he wears all like a corduroy outfit. Oh, corduroy on corduroy. It's like corduroy on corduroy. Well, I know like denim Canadian... on denim and denim is a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. What's corduroy on corduroy? Oh, excuse me. No, I meant, I meant denim. Okay. I meant, I meant denim, actually. Okay. I was me- mixing up my corduroy and my denim. Tell me what corduroy is. Corduroy you... is like the riveted material, right? Like the or ridgy, not riveted, fuzzy, not like ridged, little... ridged material. Ridged. It's like ruffles, but for your pants and they're soft. really hard to figure out today. Yes, yeah, so. No. Yeah. You yeah. used all of them already. I, I used them all up. <laughs> um, no, okay. Uh, corduroys are, yeah. Like the the ridged stuff. No, this is denim. A full-on denim, like, Canadian tuxedo. Sure. And he walks down the middle of the road, and he just stares straight ahead. It's, I'm telling you, it's strange. Did he look at you? No. Hmm. No, he did not. And he just walks down, and he, he walks down the middle of the road, and he just walks by my house. And I've seen him twice now doing this. Just shuffling around? Just shuffling down the middle of the road. Got a lot of shufflers in your neighborhood. Yeah, he's not shuffling fast, though. Like, he's just, like, taking his time. 
And this, there are cars sometimes on this road, although not this time of night. But I'm like... Morning. Morning. Yeah, see, I look at it more as night. Oh, I guess it might be. Yeah, I don't no, know. it is morning. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, what does he do? What does he do that he's up at that time walking down the middle of the street in his all-denim outfit? Hmm. Like, what's he up to? Maybe he's going to work. Maybe that's like his work outfit. Maybe he's walking the, in the walking middle. Walking down the middle of the street? He doesn't, doesn't carry a bag? I mean, that is kind of the cool have thing when you him. are up when nobody else is. You can walk in the middle of the street. Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't because somebody could come out of nowhere and squish you. It doesn't seem like a good idea. No. Yeah. That's what I love on snow days, <sighs> oh walking gosh. down the middle of the street on a snow day. Well, yeah, When there aren't any cars out, that's fun. Yeah, that is that is fun. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. Tony in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash support. If you are a member of the supporters club, Tony's got a theory. Now, I've talked about how my neighbor's house is a former meth head house, and then now it's taken over by somebody I don't know who. Rats. Sure. You know? Could be rat Thank people. Thank you, Black's Pest the rat Services. Gang. Yep. Um, rats. And then there also, there's speculation that there's somebody living there who only comes out at night. I didn't even put two and two together. All right. Tony just said, what if that's the guy who's living he's in shuffling, the he's house? He's gone and like, found it, all of his honestly, treasures overnight. Does he look like somebody who would be staying in the basement? Yeah. He doesn't look at me. He only looks straight ahead. Oh, that's when you know there's something suspect. He only looks straight ahead. If somebody is actively not making eye contact. I mean, there's nobody else out at that time. It's foggy. There's like the lamps, you know, the, the light posts. And then there's just him, me standing by my car. Why are you standing and then, there? Then, well, because I'm getting ready to get in the car. Okay. And I mean, and I see him. So I stop and like, what the hell's going on there? And he just walks straight down the road and doesn't even look at me. Maybe he's a ghost. He just keeps on going. Does he just pass you? Yep. That's like a ghost. That sounds like a ghost. What do you mean? I don't know where if somebody just kind of slowly walks by you and you don't acknowledge them. I mean, that's like every ghost story and movie and book ever. Where They're someone not just kind of the street though. They can be anywhere. Maybe he was walking down that street one cold, lonely, dark night, and somebody tore around the corner too fast and squished him. And now every morning at five a.m., he goes for his I stroll. I warn everybody about that corner. Somebody's going to get squished on that corner. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't like that idea. That and knowing how like haunted you are, because seriously you are, and you're going through all of this like, oh man, I got a lot of changes going on. You've got a lot of changes, which means that you're closer. If if you are a newer listener, um, let me just tell you that Greg has always had a lot of. He doesn't like it, but he always has weird stuff happen to him, including but not limited to ghosts yelling his name, things turning on and off. Um, It's always when he's going through like a tumultuous time in his life. Good or bad, yeah. Good or bad, just things are. Big changes. Yeah. Big changes. There are definitely big changes going on in my life. I'm saying that's odd. If somebody is walking slowly down the street past you, unacknowledging in an outfit, in the fog. I mean, that sounds like the haunting of Hill House. That sounds like something just passing you by. That's not a spoiler, by the way. There are ghosts in that, so just so you know. But I mean, it's called haunting. Yeah. Um, Um, Just the passing by. Because, like, sometimes, a lot of times, they don't notice you because they're on their own path. Ew. Ew. You're creeping me out now. That's creepy. It is creepy out there. Like, it's it's just, it's and foggy. And you're in an old neighborhood, it's quiet, too. an old neighborhood, and just the lights, like, that light up the fog, so you can't see very far down. You can see, like, three or four blocks, but it, it gets that foggy. And I forgot about that. Oh, that's weird. That's odd. Why would he be walking Should down I the follow him? The road? No, don't follow him. What if I just stay, like, kind of in the shadows, and I just kind of, like... Tail him for a while and see where he goes. Should, no, you're trying to get to work. Wait, uh, it's being asked, does he have a face? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, there's a face. Like, he doesn't look at me, so I can't really. Does he have a He's hat? He's a white on? guy. Um, yes. What kind of hat? Got ball cap. Mm-hmm. Ball cap hat. Um, and just slowly walks by you. Yeah. I think if any time in your life you'd be seeing shit that isn't there, it would probably be right now. Because I've yeah. never seen you this insane. Oh, that's really weird. Huh. I but, want him to say, like, morning, Mr. Nibbler. As he walks by the creepy old tall, is he tall? Um, Tallish, tall old white man? No, I wouldn't say he's tall. Is he taller than you? I mean, I didn't walk up to him to measure it, you know? I didn't walk up to him and be like... To measure it? To me- measure. Measure. Oh, Mr. Jenkins saying you should post about this guy on next door. See if anybody else sees See the weird guy walking in the is. fog at 5 a.m. in the Canadian tuxedo. <sighs> Has anybody seen the guy in the Canadian tuxedo as he walks by, and uh, as he's checking things? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's kind of that's kind of unnerving. All right, I'll have to. I don't know if I want to be the guy that posts that in next door. I mean, can you do it anonymously? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I might be able to. Uh, take a look here in the live chat. I'm noticing some uh, comments and questions that are coming through here. Uh, let's see. Courtney says, yeah, I should post about it next door. Invite him over for morning coffee. Now, I don't think I, don't think I want to do that. I feel like the neighborhood probably should be alerted to the situation. I don't think I want to invite him over for coffee. I don't think I should alert the neighborhood. And, but I do see here where, um, what's this? Oh, Courtney's saying something. Yes, Greg, absolutely. Follow him. Then you can be a PDX alert. Huh. Be a PDX alert. That would be kind of an interesting thing to be. That sure would. Into. Oh, even though there was a joke about me What being are you one. talking about, Sarah? You're wondering what I'm typing I over here. I don't. Oh, I forgot. Well, let's about transition that. into this. Anyway, Greg's crazy and sees ghosts before we get done. I don't know if it, it's if that's weird. If he's no. not looking at you and he walking down the me. street in the middle of a foggy night morning, like. I think I should follow him. You absolutely should not follow him. I think I should be like, or hey, that you. Is the quickest way to become Can a you see me? And then I'll I'll say something to him. Do like, you see do me? Do you see me? You sound like a Neil Breen movie. Can, I see you. I see you. Yeah, that's what I'll try to do. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to work that out. So we'll see if we can get that happen. But speaking of PDX alerts, oh my goodness! Our favorite Twitter account online, PDX alerts, posted something this weekend that <laughs> assholes. We do need to play for you all, and uh, we we meant to play this earlier already, and. I think it's time that we address something that was posted online. Not cool. And it has to do with, well, one of the co-hosts of this show. One who may be in a little bit of trouble with the law. That is, I do not like this. There has been a running bet, I think, or at least There hasn't been a bet. I'm sure with some people there have been. We don't, neither of us want, it's not a good thing to be a people. No, not a good thing, not by us, but by somebody about who would appear... On PDX alerts first, as an actual alert. Well, I want to play something for you right now. There's some audio I would like to play. Not cool. At PDX alerts. And this is some audio that this account of anonymous people posted regarding perhaps one of the people on this show. It is not regarding either. There's about 50 seconds of audio. I'm going to play it, and I want everybody to see if you can pick out what the concern is. Uh, suspicious holding at Unity Church, 4525 Southeast Stark, on a female who tried to steal a cash box, then almost hit the collar, left eastbound Stark in a dark gray Honda Civic, 3 Call holding 1415. And 911, uh, caller's calling back saying the female is northbound 53 over the highway overpass. 
Copy. 1681, Jacoby. Copy. Copy. That's 1416. And 911, we're going to see if North can start somebody that way, too. They are northbound on foot, passing 40 Northeast 53rd Avenue. Police are still on the way, but I guess somebody is following them. They're on the west side of the street. They don't know that they're being followed. It's Sarah Gillum, born in 80. White female, curly brown hair, purple shirt. I don't have brown hair. Doesn't have any weapons. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did that last part say? Let's just. I guess somebody is following them. They're on the west side of the street. They don't know that they're being followed. It's Sarah Gillum. <laughs> Sarah Dillon. It does not sound like Born in 80. White female, curly brown hair, purple shirt, dress. I don't wear purple. Doesn't have any weapons. And I wouldn't steal somebody's collection box. Sarah Dylan. I mean, he is following them. They're on the west side of the street. They don't know that they're being followed. It's Sarah Gillum. <gasps> that sounds like Gillum uh, to me. Sarah, Sarah Dylan Gillum. is what it sounds like. So PDX Alerts posted this as basically a warning to the community of Portland. Um, what is the weird thing about that too? Is that's around my neighborhood, which is weird because I walk <laughs> by that. I do walk by that particular. Uh, you're area. saying Courtney's saying curly brown hair, not Sarah. In the dark, since Sarah has dark hair and it is wavy, yeah, it could definitely be described as curly brown hair. I mean, the underneath is brown, but the majority of it is blonde. I'm actually reblonding today. Right but. now it is. So here's what uh, PX Alerts posted at Fun Up Radio to settle the longstanding question of who will end up as a PDX Alert first. Neither of us have At Greg yet. Nibbler or at Sarah Dillon from Fun Employment Radio. We believe we finally have an answer. Did indeed Sarah X. Dillon steal a cash box from a church? Sarah, do you care to answer these accusations? Okay, first of all, it doesn't say Sarah Dillon. Like, once you get something implied in your head, you can make anything sound like that anything. Like Sarah Dillon to me. It did not sound like Sarah. It's Sarah Dillon. Well, would Gillen, you care to explain? Who is giving other Sarahs a bad name? Would you Sarah care to Gillen? explain where who you were? Who steals a charity box? Where Where were you on this night? I have no idea what night it was. I don't know. Oh, wasn't that convenient? Yeah, well, I don't pass by there quite a bit. Usually when I pass by, it would be during the day on one of my old lady power walks. So you're saying you do know where Unity Church is? Well, yeah, it's in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. On at uh, maybe forty fifth and Stark. Well, yeah. Okay, so you know where it is. You know where the church is. That's near. What the... time of day do you normally go by there, sir? Like in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Or the morning. When somebody probably wouldn't be there. Okay. Well, I did not do that. Well, taking a look here at uh, a couple of the other things, I'm just saying. It's already quite a coincidence, the fact that it's in your neighborhood, you know where it is, and you're by there at that a time That is weird that it's in my neighborhood, around. out of all of the things in Portland, places in Portland. That is the oddest part. Huh. Okay, Sarah so... Sarah Gillum. Caller's calling back saying the female's northbound on 5-3 over the highway overpass. Okay, so, um, so the person was running away from where it was, and you say you go on your walks, <laughs> where you speed walk, and... Power walk. Power walk. Speed walk. But you'd say you're. I try to speed walk. You're cooking at a pretty good speed. A speedy power walk. I'm cooking at a good speed. Cooking at a good good speed. Why are you saying cooking? I don't know. That's really creepy. I just wanted to keep saying it. Now that I said it once, Uh, Courtney says if they if the suspect was wearing a dress barn dress, then that would have been Sarah. You do like the dress barn. I sure do. Whereas was the suspect heading to Red Robin? (laughs) (laughs) When I say bottomless, bottomless? I mean bottomless. (laughs) They're on the west side of the street. They don't know that they're being followed. It's Sarah Gillum. Sarah Gillum. Sarah Dillon. No, I'm looking at Sarah Gillum. I'm saying right now the coincidence is pretty. Pretty, pretty strong, and I'd say you probably should be working on your alibi a little bit. Mm. 
Because that's that's what we saw. So that's at PDX Alerts, one of the best follows in all of Twitterdom. That's Seriously. the only one that I have alerts to, like, all the time. They are fantastic. And um, I think everybody should follow them at PDX Alerts. I think that would be a good a good account to, I think that to would follow. Be. I think you should follow it closely. I think you should follow exactly what they're, what they're saying. See, it just so Probably happens. Probably do it sooner than later. Yes. Might be a good idea. It just so happens. Yeah, because my name rhymes with a lot more stuff than yours does, like Nibbler. What are they going to say, like, you know, Neg Bibbler? <laughs> neg Bibbler? Yes. <laughs> that, that would... Like, nothing will rhyme with your name. That's why, no. of course, it sounds like it's mine. No. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme with a whole lot. No. I've told you about the worst... Oh, I would, I would, never mind, I won't say it. Um, there was a... Somebody misspelled my last oh, name. Oh, I can't time. even... Yeah. I've... Yeah. It was for a movie or, or a TV pilot. And so that was the name that was going to go in the credits. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, no, 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 that's a B there, not a different letter that you put, N I blank L E R. That's a it's a B. That's Hard just, B. Well, that's, Hard B. That's correct this now mm-hmm. <laughs> before this goes anywhere. Um, anyway, well, bottom line is there's strange people in my neighborhood, and Sarah's out stealing. Uh, church boxes of all things. You know that I would never accused do that. of potentially. I did no such thing. I am That's a exactly good exactly what somebody who did it would say. Citizen, I am a That's exactly good citizen. what somebody who did it would say. Mm. <sighs> Keenan's asking, uh, does have sales of boxed mac and cheese skyrocketed? Dozens of extra chicken chicken tricks being applied. The chicken so trick. many chicken uh, That's a little tricks. bit of a uh, a uh, recipe that actually I came up with here on. I'm actually off the mac and cheese until after the podcast festival. Because I want to feel good when we're oh, on yeah, stage. Yeah, I need to start running more. Yeah. Because oh, I have to stop doing the chicken trick. It's just like so good. The chicken trick is really good. You know what else I the found? The chicken trick is gonna from the forthcoming Fun Employment Radio uh, cookbook. cookbook. Yes. And the chicken trick involves... Uh, making mac and cheese of really any kind and taking a can of chicken. A can of chicken. Most like the shredded chicken. Usually well, you shred it on your own. No, you can buy cans of shredded chicken. Oh. Yeah, it's the best. I shred my own. Oh, well, that sounds really But still in a can of chicken. Yeah. Well, you take a fork and it takes about like two seconds. And... Oh, well, I still am not wasting that two seconds. I'm gaining that anyway, two seconds. Anyway, I still came up with a chicken face. trick and then you dump it into the mac and cheese and then you have chicken and mac start, and cheese. Alright, let me tell you, sometimes if you like a little chicken sweet trick. and a savory, this is what I did with my last chicken trick, is um, I had it last week. Oh, so good. I need to stop thinking about it. Um, I actually bought some vanilla almond milk. Ugh. Have you ever had like a sweet, like a sweet and kind of sharp cheddar like macaroni and cheese? No. It was awesome. You put that in it? It isn't very sweet. It's like a light vanilla and I put a it's little like bit of that mac? in it. candy mac? No, not candy mac. It adds like just a teeny tiny. So I put like half regular milk and then a little bit of um, a little bit of the vanilla almond milk and mix it together. It was so good with the cheese and the chicken and a slight, slight hint of the sweetness and the savory. Yeah. It was real good. So I'm I just saying, if you like that. that, if that sounds delicious, I stick with you. just a regular chicken trick. Not well, a fancy you're very one. boring. We all know this. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Speaking Thought of, we were cheese, switching up the music. Is this? Yeah, we did. Switch this it. is the ball talk music. Okay. 
See, it's so natural. You can't You're right. Yeah, it is. It just makes sense. It's like it should have been this way all the time. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Hey, anything else you'd like to blurt before I continue? Blurty McBlurt. All right. Well, now you kind of messed up my transition. Speaking of cheese. Target is now selling the most magical thing that I did not know existed, but I am going to find one unless it's at the Target on Powell and fuck that place. <laughs> I'll never go there. You do have a lot of anger. Oh, you know, took away my favorite bowl. Oh, I hate Yep. That. Anyway. Yep. At any Target besides the one on Powell, I will go be, be getting this because Target is making advent calendars filled with mini cheese wheel, uh, wheels for the holidays. I was still going to drink Advent, coffee. That was... Advent calendars filled with mini cheese wheels. With mini cheese wheels. <laughs> mini cheese wheels. It is the cheese advent calendar. I guess it was invented last year. Where the hell was I? Oh, wow. 24 mini cheese wheels. So many cheese wheels. So many cheese now, wheels. Now, how does it... Do you have to keep it refrigerated? It was... Okay, so this is why it was only available in the UK before. So now um, the founding company worked hard to partner with a bunch of vendors in the United States... And now you'll be able to get your, what they call a cheese countdown calendar at Target. Well, a cheese advent calendar is exactly what it sounds like. Like My mom always gets me, because we always have studio advent calendars. My mom buys like a ton of them every year. Yes. But if we get a cheese one, I'm not sharing with you. (laughs) Ever. So it's, but I mean, how does it stay safe? I'm so glad that you asked me that. Uh, the cheese advent calendar is exactly what it sounds like. A delicious way that you count down to Christmas. Okay. Oh, what a delicious So it means treat. that on December 1st through December 24th, you get to have different types of cheeses. You get 24 bite-sized cheeses. So mm-hmm. the cheeses come in seven different varieties. So you get seven different... I'm all right with that. Seven different kinds of cheeses. What are the seven different kinds? <gasps> Thank you for asking. Uh, Jarlsberg. What's Applewood. That? I don't know what that is. Jarlsberg's an expensive cheese. I don't know exactly what it oh. is. Oh. Uh, Applewood cheese wow. and mature cheddar. Okay. But none of these need to be and refrigerated. different kinds. It doesn't... I'm sure that you probably have to refrigerate it. Okay. I don't know. It really does not necessitate whether or not it's refrigerated. I'm assuming it's a dairy product. You probably have to put it in okay. your refrigerator. What are the other four kinds? It doesn't say. So I guess we'll have to find out when I get many of them for... I'm going to buy so many cheese. I wonder how much they are. I really want... A cheese advent calendar. Take a look. Um, so the calendar, or the calendar is going to be available in. Two How many would you like going concurrently? Four. <laughs> four cheese wheels, and you would eat all four each day. That would be a special treat. All right, two. There are videos, uh, unboxing videos online of somebody with their cheese calendar. Oh my god. Oh, those are some. Right, those so are some good sized wheels. Right, so I guess they're really. Yeah. Really. I mean, they're, yeah. I didn't mean to sound so helpful. Like silver dollar size. Like like baby bell size? Uh, Yeah, they look baby bell size. Oh, my God. Baby bells are the best. Maybe half dollar sized. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is what I'm going to be spending my money on. Um, so they'll be available starting in November at participating Target locations. Oh, boy. Next up, a story... From high above in the skies. Butterfly in the sky. Yeah, I can feel it twice as high. Let's take a look. It's, it's in, in a, a book. book. That was my turn. A reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. What? Boo. Why are you singing it like Luke, Luke. 
All right. Well, adults. I can go anywhere. There's friends to know and something to go. I always forget that line. Reading rainbow. Places to go. Friends to know. Places to go. Things that grow. No, I think that's it. Can you please stop interrupting me? A Delta Airlines flight attendant is now facing uh, charges of being fired after a video has emerged of him having sexual relations with a male porn star inside of an airplane bathroom. Oh, wow. A Delta Airlines flight attendant. A video emerged? A video has emerged of him having sex with a male porn star inside of an airplane bathroom. Oh, boy. Furious bosses have launched an investigation after clips of the high mile romp were posted online and spotted by shocked colleagues. (gasps) Well, the attendant was off duty (laughs) at the time. High (laughs) romp. It's a British. I was just going to say it's got to be a British sign if it's a romp. Yeah. Um, We should put that more into our lexicon. Oh, did you take a romp with him? Ew, gross. No, I really don't want to start using that. All right. So the attendant was. Were they there romping? He was off duty. However. He was still wearing his Delta uniform. I bet that was intentional. Uh, yeah, when uh, he hooked up with a passenger, an adult performer named Austin Wolf. For any of you Austin Wolf fans out there. So, oh yeah, this is very British. The two men are believed to have nipped into the bathroom <laughs> mid-flight. Oh, God. Where they spent more than eight minutes locked inside of the tiny cabin. Two different clips of their steamy encounter were later posted on Twitter where they were soon reported to the airline. Wait, uh, who was filming? The porn star. Oh, and then he posted it. And then he posted it. So I should okay. say the cabin crew member recently hired in his 20s told Delta he had no idea that it was being filmed and had no part of posting it online. I mean, look, you you go into the bathroom with a porn star. With a famous porn star. You don't think it's going to be filmed. I mean, look, I'm not saying that's... Come on. Oh, he's not only a porn star, he's also what he calls himself to be a rent boy. What's that mean? It means he can be rented for $1,200 a night. So he's a prostitute. But he refuses to discuss what that definition is. So he's a call person. Yes. um, So the six... A call boy? Is that what you call him? He's a rent boy. So he lives in New York. The six foot, uh, four inch porn star's distinctive tattoos, including a heart with mom written inside of it and a tribal uh, tattoo etched across his stomach, are clearly visible in the clips each four minutes and 18 seconds long. (laughs) Uh, Daily Mail, or excuse me, Delta has... And Daily Mail chose not to identify the flight attendant because he did not consent to having the footage made public. That's kind of shitty. Unless I he mean, did. if he if he d- didn't, yeah, that sucks. That does totally sucks. But also, maybe I don't know, he did I don't know what like, the right thing to say. I don't is know. Here, like maybe either. he didn't. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm know. just saying maybe if that's not true, you know, if he didn't consent, that just does don't. totally suck. But I mean, also. You're putting yourself in a very awkward position. Maybe take there. off your uniform before you're going to blow a, a porn star in an airplane bathroom. I mean, wouldn't he have to have his like his phone? I don't know. Yeah. Well, either way. According to a survey, more than 95% of travelers have expressed interest in joining the Mile High Club, and as many as one in five claim that they have tried it. Huh. Have you ever been on a plane with somebody who is clearly trying to... Go into the bathroom. To- um, not that I've noticed, but I'm also not very observant about that stuff. I kind of just stick to myself. Mm-hmm. 
So on, I don't think I know that, anybody. There's a lot that could go on around me, and I wouldn't pay any attention to it. Yeah, I don't think I know an anybody that is. Uh, well, at least has told me that they. Nobody's have. Tell any, you. If any of you guys have, let me know. Yeah. So I know never to fly with you. And finally, story out of Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke. Roanoke. That was the name of American Horror Story, what right? What happened to them, sir? What happened to the people of Roanoke? Oh, boy. The missing colony? Is that why American Horror Story did the... They based it on that, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. People, they just disappeared. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, probably something happened. Okay. Either they got to... They Jim Jones did or something? I don't... I wouldn't think that. All right, well, let me finish my story. Or start my story, at least. You don't like me speculating about things? No, just really I, what I really it? think is good on a podcast is dead air. Yeah. Just the th- just the sound of you thinking about something that you don't that really know a lot about. It's pretty good idea. That's a pretty, pretty sure good idea. That People love that stuff. That's how we get to be rich and famous. Mm-hmm. A Virginia shoe store has had twenty right foot shoes stolen over the course of three break-ins this year. They have somebody. I've got a theory already. Okay, so the Roanoke Times has reported that Roanoke County Police have arrested a 21-year-old man named Manuel Carlos Ramirez Godoy, who has two legs and two feet, by the way. Um, They were able to arrest him after the most recent burglary of clean souls, after they caught him seizing seven right-foot Nike Air Jordans, along with a sweatshirt (laughs) printed on it that just said, Call my lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this guy has been notoriously for the past year, four different times, has broken into the store just to steal right shoes. That's, does What's he have theory? a relative? Okay, well, I do have a theory. You see, you're going to have to go with me on this one. How many times has it been? Four. Okay. Let's think about what's happening a little ways away, actually a long ways away, perhaps the opposite end of the oh, continent. Oh, no, not, the, not that. In Van... In Vic, Have we solved it? In British Columbia. And in Washington. This is true. And some in Washington, too. Over the last, I'd say, probably 10 years, there have been multiple times where feet, severed feet, have washed up on to the shorelines. Like, many times it's happened. It's, I don't know, it's like a dozen or something Yeah, now? like a dozen, I think. Have washed up. Perhaps, I'm not sure if they're all left feet, but or if they're all left or right feet, but if they are right feet, or wait, left feet, this would make sense because you'd have a bunch of people out there who only need shoes right, for the I'm right foot. I'm looking to see if they're right feet or left feet, and it looks like a lot of them are right feet. Right feet that, were, that are missing? That are found, yeah. Oh, dang it. Okay, but these are right feet that were also stolen. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, so doesn't that make more sense that maybe he's getting a shoe to put on the foot? No, there's no, no, the foot's always in the shoe. Oh. It means mean somebody only needs a left foot after that. Well, my theory is out the window. Yeah, your theory is just garbage. <sighs> I thought well, it was onto the case there. Well, Clean Souls from uh, Roanoke, Virginia operator Rob Wickham says he typically keeps the right shoes on display and the other halves are, you know, in the storage room or behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has no idea why the guy's just repeatedly stealing the right shoes. Uh, well, Warrant says police... Um, uh, police found a cash register behind the store. So I guess he broke in, stole the shoes and the cash register. And they also found his backpack with his student ID inside of it. Smart. He's a genius. Brilliant. So uh, he has been charged with grand larceny, destruction of property, and other counts. Um, it's unclear whether or not he has a lawyer. So, and he has no explanation as to why he's just stealing Yeah, the right, that's what I want right to know. Shoes. Like, why the right shoes? 
I wonder if it's like an online internet scam or something where he's maybe trying to sell them online, but Are he's only posing right with the shoes? one. <laughs> Nobody's like posing with the one and pretending like he has the pair. And but the... if you're stealing them, why wouldn't you just steal both? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I went through all the trouble to send this to you, but it's only one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm sorry. I just got a, my a very exciting email from Multnomah County. Hello, Sarah. Your ballot for the November 2018 general election has been accepted and will be counted. Excellent. Yay! I need to get mine in. Well, like I told everybody, if you mm-hmm. see me and you would like somebody to drop it off, including you, Greg, I will drop off your ballot for you. Nope, I appreciate that. But, I mean, you can also, for everybody out there, mail them as well. But wherever you are, make sure you vote. Whatever you're voting for, vote. Just don't don't make excuses. Don't forget. Vote. Like, it's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise your right. Exercise your right to vote. That's that's all I got to say. Wow, that's really ended with a lesson at the end. Exercise your right to vote. Absolutely. All right, there you are, my friends. There's your world of crazy. I am always kind of nervous until I get that email. Like, oh, and if you, yeah, and if you aren't signed up for it, just sign up to the, because you get a notice when um, they've received your ballot and you get a notice when it's been counted. Excellent. So it's really it takes the guesswork out of it. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. All right. Um, we can also take the guesswork out of something else, and that's what you should be doing on November 9th and 10th, and that is going to the Portland Podcast Festival. Oh! The Portland Podcast Festival, two nights this year, November 9th and 10th, pdxpodfestival.com oh slash tickets. It's coming pick up soon. Pick up your tickets, please, please soon. Pick up pick your up tickets. Your tickets. Um, only because, well, A, we don't want anything to sell out before you get them. Mm. And also, we have tremendous shows both nights. I mean... They're really good. I'm super looking forward to both nights. Like the, and there's so a lot of things like being announced, too, as far as... I want to say this. Like There's a lot of shows that are bringing in very special guests, and we're going to start posting about that stuff on the PDX Pod Festival Facebook page. Yeah, so not only are they bringing in special guests, they're also doing like special themes. Special segments. Like These are going to be unique shows that you are going to see, like one-time-only live I'm Both excited nights. to go. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to go and see what everyone's bringing to the table because everyone's super involved, super excited, yeah. and bringing their A-game. And, and you'd see all of this talent inside of our fair city. And it's, it's cool. Sarah and I are no exception. We uh, we will be talking about something oh. at some point. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought you were like saying something nice about us. Like, oh, and we're very talented. Well, no, I'm saying we're no exception in that we're going to be bringing Yes, we, we have something special that too. we're bringing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're... We're including ourselves in that. Like, there's some really talented shows and people. And we're very excited to do our show because we have something fun. And that's what I mean. Well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's bringing, uh, everybody's bringing their A game. Yeah, it's it's. You don't want to miss mm-hmm. these two nights. You just don't. So please, so go get You'll, your tickets. You will regret missing them. If yeah. you have the ability to go, I mean, because you, you want to be able to do the I remember when before you know this gets bigger and bigger, and then we can't have these like fun, intimate. You know, yeah. shows and this many going on at the same time. Like, come while you can. Yeah. 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 It's the beginning of something big. Um, I do have a little bit of ball time. You do? I do. <laughs> also, huge thank you to Makers Mark, too, for the Portland Podcast Festival. They're our overall sponsor, and we can't thank them enough. Makers Mark is providing. They've arranged to have $5 Makers shots throughout both nights. Yeah. $5 Makers Mark shots. Maker's Mark believes in the Portland Podcast Festival. And we believe in Maker's Mark. Absolutely. All right. Short ball talk. Um, the World Series started um, yesterday. Eh, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. The World Series started yesterday. 
It's a best of seven series. There's six more games to go. Mm-hmm. Who won? Doesn't really matter. The first game doesn't count. Oh, so not the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. First game's Good meaningless. Good to know. Like, it, it really has nothing to do with the series at all. It's kind of a throwaway warm-up thing. But besides that, there's another game, I believe, today is when that happened. Oh. Yesterday. A um, couple of things going on in the world of the NFL. First is this, the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders, are falling apart. Oh, no. Falling apart. They're cleaning house. They traded uh, Amari Cooper. And now comes word that they have, the Raiders players have lost faith in their quarterback, Derek Carr. Not Derek Carr. Two years ago, Derek Carr looked like he was going to be a giant star. Sure. Derek Carr, the giant star. I remember that. Yep. Carr the star. That's what the kids said. Well, not anymore. They're calling him Carr the crier now. So here's what happened. That's lazier. I mean, you made up the Carr the star. I had to go with something that would kind of match Mm -hmm. the story. I thought it was a... Oh, you made that up. Carrier. Oh, I thought that they made it up. He's Carrier. Oh, I didn't mean to insult you. I'm sorry. That was great. Car, Car, Derek Carrier. Oh, God, just please stop talking about this. Carrier. Uh, I'll work it out. Anyway, the team is reportedly lost faith in him, which is bad when you're the quarterback because you're supposed to be the leader of the team. Everybody's supposed to look at you, uh, look up to you, or follow your lead. And um, now the rumor is they've lost confidence in him because of the fact that he cried on the field. Oh, no. He had human emotions in front of other people? He got what hurt. What a monster. And supposedly he cried. Oh, man. Like a little crybaby. He got hurt? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah. So he was hurt and he was upset about it. He and was in hurt. Pain. So his, he physically this reacted. This is the story that came out. Wow. Um, that's the uh, the athletic, which I think the athletic is it's trying to get a lot of press right now. So I think they're just kind of pushing the boundaries. They've got some ads that like Facebook ads that are so atrociously misspelled, and the and the sentences just make no sense. It's like you're paying for that ad, like yeah. it doesn't make any sense grammatically. It's it's not a an English sentence. So anyway, they may be uh, trying to stir things up. What they're saying is that that uh, he was sobbing, and that that's why his uh, teammates lost faith in him. Now he has come out and said that's just not true. Um, it does sound like I mean the team is not doing well, that's for sure. Yeah, but he is saying that is untrue. He did not cry, and uh, they're just making it up. It's cool All right. So anyway, regardless, that's controversy there. And the next thing I have in ball talk before we wrap it up here is this. Um, the booger mobile is causing a lot of problems for What? People. Ew. What is that? Uh, let me tell you. I just found out. I didn't realize. Like, maybe in hindsight, maybe I knew this person was real, or, but maybe I didn't. I was a character in a movie. Yeah, it so was. There was is that a, in Revenge of the Nerds? What, booger mobile? No. No. Well, I know. Wasn't there a guy named... Is this a person or is this a thing? There's, there's, uh, yes, it's, well, the booger mobile is a thing. Okay. So the person I'm talking about is, uh, his name's Anthony McFarland. 
And he is a sideline reporter for the ESPN Monday Night Football crew, but he goes by the name Booger. Booger McFarland. His nickname is actually Booger. So I happened to be flipping through the channels the other day and like stopped on ESPN for a second. Why? And I, I wasn't even paying attention. And I was like, wait a minute. Did they just say that guy's name was Booger? And I was like, there's no way. I must have misheard that. I did, yeah. I, there's no way I got that right. Are you sure that you're right even now? So I looked it up. His name is, in fact, Booger McFarland. And what happened is Booger McFarland got that nickname when he was a kid because I guess he was kind of a little, uh, he got in trouble a lot. And so his mom called him a little Booger. Well, the name stuck. And people at school started calling him Booger. And he still to this day, as an adult man, calls himself Booger. Okay, can you please stop saying that word? It's his name. Now, he's getting in... uh, He's getting more notoriety right now because as part of the ESPN Monday Night Football thing, he's a sideline reporter, they've constructed this weird crane system that rolls along the sidelines that sits above the field, like 15 feet, 20 feet above the field, for him to call the game. And it rolls back and forth, and it blocks the view for anybody who's down there. Why is he in a crane? He's in the Boogermobile. Oh, man. It is called the Boogermobile. We are in the darkest timeline. And because supposedly this gives, lets him get a better view of the game for his sideline reporting. Meanwhile, all the people who pay a lot of money to be down low in those, in those things, they're getting their view blocked because the boogermobile goes by and blocks them out. Okay. A lot of controversy. A lot of controversy, sir. Regarding the boogermobile. Okay. Booger. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. I cannot believe an adult man didn't, like, put his foot down at one point and be like, yep, don't call me that no, anymore. No, don't call me. Call me Tony. Call me Anthony. Call, call me something. Like, you don't have to embrace every You nickname. don't have to. You don't have to. Nope. It's a-okay. You can move past it. You can. Except for if your name is Tuggy. Because you're forever Well, then Tuggy. that's it. Sorry, yeah, then, just, yeah, that's yeah, not going to change. That's just not going to change. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, truly do appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. And what's what's going on? I was trying to post a picture. That's all. Gotcha. That was, I can't even say that. Booger McFarlane. Oh, okay. like how do you even throw to somebody like that? Be like, all right, now let's go to the sideline with Booger. Booger, what what do you see out there? What's the action looking like? I know, right. as, a, as a reporter... It Thanks, probably... Booger. We really appreciate that. Thanks for that important. update, Booger. Once again, that was Booger McFarland. <laughs> From his Boogermobile. <laughs> that is Booger patented Boogermobile. So gross. That's all the worst. I mean, I mean, seriously, it sounds like a Turd Ferguson kind of made-up name. Yes. Yes, it does. Back to the studio with Turd Ferguson. And Booger We're going to be going live to Booger McFarland later on. Okay, let's just stop saying that now. Okay. All right, do you have any shows going on today? Swirly Stevenson coming up later. Uh, No, no more shows today. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. I will be live once again for DT Daily. You can check that out. And we'll be back here at noon o'clock tomorrow. Noon o'clock Pacific time for Fun Employment Radio. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, we'll be geeking the sit-up. Geeking the sit-up. Geeking the sit-up. 
live here on the network. Network. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com pdxpodfestival.com get yes your get your tickets now pdxpodfestival.com 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 pdxpodfestival.com